you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hey y'all, it's Courtney here from over at Running Redeemed. I love the topic this month and how God actually used it in my life over the last few months leading up to my episode because to tell you the truth, when we decided on hospitality to be the topic for this November, like a year ago, I was kind of nervous. I didn't know how in the world I was going to be able to talk about this, <laughs> but God, his timing is always perfect. And here we are. So Hannah and Jackie have done an amazing job as always getting our minds on the subject of hospitality. I mean, this is typically the time of year that we tend to have lots of other people into our home. So I think this came at the perfect time. The actual word hospitality is used in the Bible four times. Two times it's referring to pastors, but two times it's also referring to Christians, which is funny because everybody knows it's expected of a pastor to be hospitable, but it's just as much expected for the rest of us Christians too. Winston Churchill said, we shape our dwellings and afterwards our dwellings shape us. So think about that for a minute. The first two episodes this month, they did a great job teaching us what hospitality is and what it isn't and how to do it. So in this episode, I want to show you some people in the Bible that were hospitable and used their own home for the glory of God, kind of like an extension of the church, and in some cases, an actual church. <laughs> one example from the Old Testament and one example from the New Testament. So first up, let's make sure we know what hospitality means. I know the other girls covered it, but in case you hadn't listened to their episodes yet, Hospitality refers to receiving guests and hosting them to encourage them for fellowship or to care for their needs. And we find a very good example of hospitality in Acts chapter 18. And for time's sake, I can't read the entire chapter, but I'll give you the details. You should definitely go back and read the chapter later on. But Paul had just left Athens and went to Corinth, and there the Bible says he met a man, a man named Aquila that had just came to Corinth with his wife Priscilla because the emperor had actually kicked all of the Jews out of Rome. And they were tent makers, and Paul was a tent maker, so they had something in common. So they opened their home to Paul, and this allowed Paul to focus on his preaching. And the Bible says that many of the Corinthians hearing believed and were baptized. So they were a blessing to Paul so that he could minister. So in Corinth, this couple, Aquila and Priscilla, they opened their home to Paul. Then the persecution was getting worse for Paul, and he moved. And guess who went with him? his new friends, Aquila and Priscilla, and they all went to Ephesus together. Aquila and Priscilla actually stayed there, but Paul was a missionary. So, you know, he moved around preaching. Well, while they're living in Ephesus, they met a, na a man named Apollos. And I'm going to read Acts 18 verses 24 through 28 for you. It says, and a certain Jew named Apollos, born at Alexandria, an eloquent man and mighty in the scriptures, came to Ephesus. This man was instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in the spirit, he spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. 
So, you know, Apollos, the Bible says he knew about God and he talked and he taught about God, but he was just limited in his knowledge. So verse 26 says, and he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, whom when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them and expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly. So here we see Aquila and Priscilla again, taking someone in and helping them with a need. And that's exactly what hospitality is. Verse 27 says, and when he was disposed to pass into Achaia, the brethren wrote, exhorting the disciples to receive him, who when he was come, helped them much, which had believed through grace. For he mightily convinced the Jews and that publicly showing by the scriptures that Jesus was Christ. So they taught him the entire gospel because he only knew part of it to start with. And then he was able to go out and preach. So we know they had a church in their house in Corinth. They also allowed Paul to live with them there. Then they moved to Ephesus and they took in a man named Apollos who went out preaching the gospel. And we also know that they started a church in their home there in Ephesus too, because in one of the letters that Paul wrote the church at Corinth, he said, the churches of Asia salute you, Aquila and Priscilla salute you much in the Lord with the church that is in their house. That's 1 Corinthians sixteen nineteen. So they've started another church in their house. This couple was a perfect picture of hospitality just opening their house up when there was a need. So now let's flip to the Old Testament. Do you remember a man named Elijah? Well, in 1 Kings 17, he was the recipient of hospitality. So I'm going to read the story to you, but let me give you a little backstory. Um, If you can remember, God had sent a drought and he sent Elijah to the brook Cherith and he was fed by the ravens there. And then because of the drought, the brook dried up. So that's where we're going to pick up. We're going to read verses 8 through 16. It says, And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. So he arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there, gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a more of bread in thine hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel, and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks, that I may go in and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first, and bring it unto me, and after make for thee and for thy son." For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail, until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah, and she and he and her house did eat many days. And the barrel of meal wasted not, neither neither did the cruise of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by Elijah." This widow is the epitome of showing hospitality. She met the need of a stranger before her own self. And 1 Peter 4, 9 tells us we are to use hospitality one to another without grudging. So these two stories that I told you from the Bible, do they tell you how big these people's homes were? Nope, that's not important. We do know the widow was poor, but does the story tell you what style their home was decorated in? Nah, no one cares. How many rooms there were? How new the paint job was? My point is hospitality 
being a blessing to someone and opening your home is just like God using me or you for his work. He doesn't choose the people that he uses based on their appearance or how much money they have or fame. He uses us based on our availability. So are you making your home available to God? He doesn't need it. But it does say in Romans 12, 13, we are to be given to hospitality. And in 1 Peter 4, 9, we are to use hospitality one to another without grudging. So our attitude matters too. We can choose to put ourselves out there and to be a blessing and to allow God to use us in in His blessing. Or we can sit back, do nothing, and let everyone else be used by God. He doesn't need us. He allows us to be a part of His blessing on others. So a quick recap. The size, location, decor, paint scheme of your home is not important. But availability and attitude, that is what is important to God. So this lesson really shows us quickly if our priorities line up with God's. Look, I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to myself here too. Don't put off building friendships or being a blessing to someone else because of some unobtainable standard that you've created. Throw that crutch down and invite someone over to your home. I mean, this isn't a go big or go home challenge. (laughs) You don't need to start a church or a Bible study in your home, unless the Lord is telling you to. But you can just start with a friend. Invite them over for coffee. You don't have to put on a big production as long as the company is good, right? (laughs) No, but seriously. A few months ago, our church had a men and boys fellowship one night at the church. So like the day or two before, I texted a group of ladies that have kids my kids' ages, and I was like, hey, let's all get together while the men are at the church. I'm not cooking. I'm not cleaning. We're just going to hang out. (laughs) And they all laughed, and they were like, okay, sure. But we ended up planning on, um, I think two of us made soup, another one made bread and brownies. Another girl made a pumpkin crumble cake. And you know what? We ate it all from paper plates and bowls and plastic utensils, but we had a great time. It was great fellowship. The only prep I did was I made sure the sink was empty and the counters were wiped off and I did swab the guest toilet bowl. (laughs) It was nothing fancy, y'all. But our kids ran around playing and we got to talk and eat and drink coffee and it was good for the soul. We actually decided that we're going to try and make it a monthly thing that one of us is going to host each month and we're going to actually invite our husbands and, you know, our sons next time. But (laughs) everybody's just going to bring food and we're just going to hang out now. The girl that said she was going to host November, she still hadn't sent out invites. (laughs) So let's see if she actually listens to my podcast episode. This is a test. (laughs) But anyway, the point is, look, just put yourself out there. I've found that most of the time when I intend on being a blessing to someone else, God assures that I leave the situation feeling blessed as well, just like that little widow As we end this episode, I think we all need to get out a piece of paper and write down our excuses for not being hospitable. And then don't stop there, though. (laughs) Then I want you to write the truth that combats that lie. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the Scriptures. Until next time.